0: Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now, NHL local experts on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got a bunch of NHL games from last night and all of our Locked On NHL hosts are here to talk about them. But we're going to start out in the Big Apple where things got a little bit testy between the Penguins and the Rangers in our biggest game. The Biggest Game. A bit of a slugfest at Madison Square Garden between the Rangers and the Penguins last night. Lots of fights, but New York walked away with the win.
1: Locked on Rangers recaps things post-game. Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? It's John Chick of Locked on New York Rangers. The Rangers just wrapping up a 3-0 home shutout win against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And with that, the Rangers take three out of four games from the Penguins this season. A game that, you know, for two periods I thought was Fairly civil, you know, considering that it is a division matchup, but then uh, the temperature really rose in a heck of a hurry. Things got really ugly, really nasty. Very quickly, as this game progressed in the third period, there was a big get-together at the end of the game with, you know, both teams coming to the red line, uh, all kinds of fisticuffs, playoff-like intensity. And, you know, I think the biggest takeaway from this game for me is that Igor Shosturkin is right back on track. You know, I think he's had a little bit of a hiccup lately, you know, the last 10, 12 games, however far you want to go back. Um, Of course, that is partially because he sets the bar so high for himself that any time he's not, you know, standing on his head out there, it looks like he's in a slump. But uh, on top of that, Igor Shesterkin continues his mastery of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have to look this stat up and we'll double check it before, you know, the next episode of Lockdown New York Rangers, which I'm going to record in a second here. But I'm pretty sure Igor Shesterkin in four games against the Penguins this season has given up a grand total of just four goals. And these two teams could very well uh, be playing each other in the playoffs. And I think if you're just a general hockey fan, after watching this game tonight and seeing the intensity and everything that happened, I think you got to be rooting for that to happen to see a Ranger-Penguin uh, playoff matchup. That could very well be what ends up happening. Uh, we're going to talk about all this and all the extracurriculars in this game on the next episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Do not miss it.
0: The Flyers have had a season to forget, but they were impressive Thursday night against the Blue Jackets, and Locked On Flyers breaks down how they got the win.
2: Russ Cohen for the uh, Lockdown Flyers podcast. The Flyers get a big 4-1 to win over the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. Kevin Conaughton gets his first goal as a Flyer, but Owen Tippett, Noah Cates, Travis Konechny get the last three goals of the game. You know, much better game from the, uh, the last time they played Columbus and they were able to play a better defensive game, smarter game. They definitely uh, protected the house more, which is something we talked about and just... Uh, Really helped out Martin Jones, who also, you know, did really well, too. Martin Jones is finishing this season strong. So that's it. Listen to the show.
0: It was a physical matchup between the Senators and the Predators. Nashville able to sneak out of Ottawa with a win. And Locked on Predators tells you how they pulled it off.
3: It was a record-breaking night for Roman Yossi as the Nashville Predators earned an important two points in their matchup tonight against the Ottawa Senators. Hi everyone, I'm Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. The Predators took on the Senators tonight in Ottawa. Now, Nashville was coming off of a very high-intensity game against the Minnesota Wild Tuesday night, but they've struggled sometimes this season playing down to their opponent's level. Tonight's matchup was a very physical, competitive game against Ottawa, but Nashville was able to pull out a 3-2 win with goals by Matt Duchesne, Roman Yossi, and the game-winning power play goal compliments of Ryan Johansson. Now, this game was far from perfect. Nashville committed too many penalties, and UC Saros had to bail the team out on several breakaway chances. But in the end, two points is two points. The big story though is Roman Yossi. He had a three-point game tonight, setting the new single season points record with 87 points. That's 68 assists and 19 goals, including tonight's blue line slap shot to tie the game up in the third period. The bottom line is that Roman Yossi is playing the best hockey of his career. And the PHWA would do well to consider him not just for the Norris Trophy, but perhaps for the heart as well.
0: The Habs win a wild one in New Jersey and take full advantage of the devil's mistakes. Locked on Canadians details the highs and the
4: lows. The Canadians win a wild barn burner-ish eh, in New Jersey. Hi everyone, this is Laura Saba of Locked on Canadians. And the Habs have just won seven four in New Jersey. Apparently, this is the first time the Canadians have beat New Jersey in regulation since twenty seventeen. That is a long time. The game somehow managed to be defensive, optional, and a trap game. That was it was it was wild. And so, what happened essentially was that the Canadians were able to capitalize on New Jersey's mistakes. And unfortunately, Andrew Hammond was having a really bad night. He actually got chased from the net. But the Canadians were really really opportunistic because overall. Uh, especially during the second period, they weren't that great. Uh, they 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 didn't have that great of a game, but the offense is firing on all cylinders. I think the problem with the Canadians right now, and it was kind of glaring in this game, and we have talked about it in the last few games, is that their defensive play as a whole, as a cohesive unit, doesn't really have much of an identity right now. They are struggling. They're struggling to get the puck out of their own zone. They're struggling in their transition. Once they're in the neutral zone and past that, they're pretty good. And again, it was highlighted in New Jersey. However, it's really fun to win a game 7-4 on the road. For more on this, plus our Friday mailback, check out Locked On Canadians. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube.
0: Coming up, the Hurricanes clinch a playoff spot and a thriller in Dallas. This is Locked On Now NHL. This edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs, especially right now with the Masters going on. You can head over there and get in on the action and the NBA playoffs around the corner too. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now we take another look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Hurricanes take down Buffalo and have now clinched a spot in the playoffs. Locked on Hurricanes has more on the significance of this Carolina victory.
2: Hey there, hockey fans. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes clinched their fourth straight postseason berth with a 5-3 win over the Buffalo Sabres. Again, this is the fourth straight season that they've made the playoffs after a decade of not making the playoffs. And Rod Brandemore's fourth season as head coach. This was a very eventful game. The Hurricanes came out slow, very much like they did in the last game against Buffalo, not looking good. But then they were able to turn things around, feed off the home crowd that they do so well. And Sebastian Ajo with... His goals tonight, he passed Jeff O'Neill for third all-time on the Hurricanes' goal list with 173. And also, with tonight's win, the Hurricanes are at 100 points for the season for only the second time in franchise history. The first time being in 2005-2006 when they won the Cup. So make sure you tune in to Locked on Hurricanes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube for a full game recap of this game. Go Canes, and let's enjoy our fourth straight trip to the postseason.
0: The Kraken got a big night out of their goalie as they shut down the Blackhawks and route to a 2-0 win, and Locked on Kraken has more on the final in Chicago.
3: The Seattle Kraken get a big win on the road. It's the 20th shutout for Philip Grubauer as the Seattle Kraken hand the Chicago Blackhawks, their sixth loss in a row. Now, Gruby made 29 saves in his 20th shutout and after the game talked about how important it is to have both goaltenders throughout the season and how important it is for the Seattle Kraken team to continue to compete, to continue to play for one another and that there's still plenty that they have to play for at this part of the season. It's Wenberg and Eberle with the goals. We'll break it down. Coming up unlocked on, on Kraken.
0: A thrilling game, a back-and-forth affair between the Stars and Maple Leafs. Toronto coming out on top in overtime. Locked on Dallas has more on an exciting game for hockey fans.
5: The Dallas Stars played against the Toronto Maple Leafs in one of the best games of the season. And the Stars fall just short in overtime on Austin Matthews' big night. Hey, everybody. Dane Lewis here with the Locked on Stars podcast coming to you after the Dallas Stars' overtime loss at the hands of Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I said, Matthews' big night. He now is the record holder for the most goals scored in a single season by a Toronto Maple Leafs player. But it was also a big night for Joe Pavelski for the Stars. He gets his 70th points of the season. He had 68 coming in. He gets 69 and 70 in this matchup, and the Stars fought hard all game. They came back and tied the game three times to force OT and get a point, which is huge. Obviously, you would like to see this team get two points given the way that the season is shaping out right now, but now they have a two-point lead over the Vegas Golden Knights for that second wild card spot instead of just a one-point lead, and they have a favorable matchup on Saturday with the New Jersey Devils, but overall, this was a highly entertaining game, a game that maybe the Stars probably shouldn't have been as competitive in, but they kept finding ways to attack offensively at kind of surprising moments and, and keep the pressure on Toronto just to make them continue to work hard and uh, force the issue and Scott Wedgwood a great night in the crease overall I mean having to face an offense as high caliber as the Maple Leafs is a tall task for any netminder in the league and the Stars backup goalie did just fine uh, and Rick Bonus did say in his postgame press conference that we will likely see him sometime this weekend with the back-to-back so he should be fresh and ready to go there as should Jake Ottinger all in all A disappointing loss for the Stars, but still a positive because they do get one point. Joe Pavelski is now nine points away from tying his career high in points. A lot of good moments in this game. A lot of great things to talk about, and we will cover it all on Friday's episode of Locked on Stars. We'll see you there.
0: The Flames avoided a series sweep against San Jose by getting the win last night, and Locked on Sharks has more on the fifth loss in a row for San Jose.
6: The Sharks lose their fifth in a row. I'm J.D. Young of Lockdown Sharks, and the Sharks fall four to two to the Calgary Flames. Um, again, Calgary showing why they're one of the best teams in the NHL, and the Sharks showing why they're one of the ten worst teams in the NHL here. So, uh, But the big story out of this one, James Reimer leaving in the third period um, took a hit from Captain Logator as he was tripped and left the game, looked shaken up, um, and, and left the game. So Capo Kakinen came in. Um, Looked solid in the short amount of time he played. But uh, yeah, James Reimer left. Not sure what his status is as of now and going forward. So we'll have a full breakdown of tonight's game. Uh, talk about Timo Meyer's wild night tonight. And of course, uh, talk a little bit more about where the Sharks go from here without, without General Manager Doug Wilson. So make sure you guys subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, find us on YouTube at Locked On Sharks as well.
0: That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.